crazy psychopath murderers, cool FBI agents on the cutting edge of FBI stuff. You're listening to Spoiled Milk, and I'm Christopher Douglas. Let's get started. It's not easy butchering people. It's hard work. So the first review that we have for the first episode is Netflix's new original series, Mindhunter. Um, it's starring Jonathan Groff, um, Holt McCollany, <laughs> McCollany, and Hannah Gross. Uh, you might know Jonathan Groff from stuff like um, HBO's Looking. Um, his character, he plays Holden Ford. And then you might know Holt McCollany. <laughs> McCollany. Um, he plays Bill. He was in like, some stuff. And, and Hannah Gross, she plays Debbie Mitford. So um, these are like the three main characters. There's some um, a, a, some other noticeable people, I guess you can say. But anyway, so it has a couple of directors because it is a series. It was um, directed by David Fincher, Andrew Douglas. Hey, that's my last name. Um, Asif Kapadia. Kapadia? I guess I should have figured out how to pronounce these people's names before I did this. But, um, and Tobles Lindholm. The writers are Jonathan Douglas, Joe Penhall, Mark Allshaker, and Tobias. I'm so retarded. Tobias. (laughs) Tobias Lindholm. So he was a director and a writer for some of the episodes. So I'm just going to go ahead and rate the show right now at five full glasses of grade A 2% milk because this show is really good. I gave it I gave it like the highest rating because like the writing is really good. David Finch is directing. William directed like he directed the first episode and the last episode and I think like another one. But then there's like other directors, as you know, but like David Finch is the bomb. So, and not only that, but, like, the acting, the writing, the quality of the show, you know, Netflix never f- didn't fail with this one. Um, uh, some stuff Netflix got on there, though. <laughs> you know, we didn't need to get into all that. Okay, we're not going to be shit. We're not going to be nasty milk, nah. But, um, you know, so... I think this was a really, really good show. So, I'm going to, like, I guess I should basically explain how I'm going to rate things, like, rate shows that I review before I start my review on this show. So, basically, this is how I rate. So, out of five, glasses are like stars. So, you're going to have, like, either a full glass or a half a glass of either 2% or skim milk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if if it's skim milk is good I mean, I don't know, you can take it from whatever you may. But two percent is like that's two percent fat, you know what I'm saying? Like so that's good, right? If you skim milk, you know what I'm saying? You can get five glasses, but if it's skim milk, you know what I'm saying, that's like that's like getting like knockoff. I don't know. But yeah. So basically what this show is about it's about two FBI agents who like travel across the um, state teaching like local law enforcement how to like basically understand your average killer and criminal. These two um, FBI agents, um, Jonathan Groff, 
which is Holden, Detective Ford, um, and Hope McCullany, which is um, Detective Bill Tench. Uh, so they, they like travel around the country and they basically like teach all like these like backward ass police departments like how to do their job because you know back in like so like, like it takes place like in the 60s and 70s and stuff you know back then like police was retarded so you know the fbi had to step in and show them how to do it how the game was played so um so basically that's what they did but um detective bill tench was basically um the head like the the head of like criminal psychology department in FBI so that he was like kind of like heading up this whole new department to where they were like doing all of these studies on trying to figure out and profile murderers and rapists and then Detective Holden Ford was brought on to help him because he was already doing like his own research and he was already um he started out as a um hostage negotiator y'all might hear my dog barking he's retarded um that's buddy um but um he started out as like a hostage negotiator and so like the show actually starts off starts out with you like seeing him do his thing whatever and he so elegantly fails but you know he still like teaches like this class but like you could tell like in the class like nobody cares about hostage negotiation like everyone is just like gung-ho to pull out their guns and just start shooting people so which is like evident today so i guess that was never nothing new um so yeah basically so like these two they go around and so they they basically develop like criminal psychology and a profile for like murderers and rapists by interviewing like all of these like super psychopaths (laughs) like in prison and like it's kind of weird and it's like it's really immersive because and it gets really intense because you know i think anytime you're dealing with like the fbi and murders which is my favorite type of genre is um crime and like murders and you know uh thrillers and things like that so it definitely falls in that line so it's definitely immersive you definitely get like drawn into the show and um especially the characters you definitely um start getting like building like a personal i don't know if this sounds like weird to people maybe i'm watching too much tv but you definitely start to like build like a personal relationship with these characters because you kind of like pick your size like an angel and devil on your shoulder and you kind of like pick you kind of like you know find something about these characters that you're comfortable with and those are the people who you find yourself agreeing with so i definitely found myself um like backing detective for holding for because i mean he's the main character because like he was the one that really turned everything around with the whole um criminal psychology thing with the FBI um although detective um Tench or Bill was like kind of like already doing it he was the one who brought Ford on to like do it with him so he was like hey I need you like I need your help and he already saw his talents and what he was teaching and Ford was already like so into it like he was not only teaching like well he wasn't teaching criminal psychology he was teaching um like hostage negotiation but he was already like taking his own um steps to kind of figure out the whole thing with criminal psychology and like what murderers think because i think like as a hostage negotiator that's something that you should know is like how these criminals think because if someone has a gun in someone's head and you're trying to negotiate with them like you should have some idea about how they think but i don't think like a serial killer oh, 
like what like I almost spilled some I almost spilled some um milk <laughs> on the movie. So um so yeah, so then Hannah Gross is plays Debbie Mitford. She is a psychologist, um at the University of something. I forget. Y'all gonna watch it anyway. You gotta watch it anyway to know like I'm not gonna give you like everything, so uh, you can figure out what university she teaches out on your own. But um, she's like, uh, she teaches psychology, and so, and coincidentally, um, Detective Holden Ford's girlfriend is also a psychology major. She's like this young girl that he meets at a bar some one night or whatever, and like their relationship, I think, is kind of like interesting too because usually for me, when it comes to like movies or shows like this with this type of genre, and that's this good like the storyline is so good like when i say it's immersive it's very immersive like it's that good it's like stranger things you know when you get so involved into it that you you're itching to know what happens next but like usually with stuff like that i get really bored with the romantic side relationships out because it's corny to me that's just my personality like the part of any type of movie or show where somebody has to make up or like kiss and make up it's it it makes me laugh <laughs> like it can be the like most like beautiful romantic or sad scene and i will bust out laughing because that shit is so corny to me so um it's very interesting as to how like the story is laid out like it's not like going back and forth between like different time zones it, you really like follow these two characters on their journey and so like hannah gross um it's character debbie i'll just keep calling her debbie her character kind of like develops along too like there's a lot of stuff about her that you don't know in the beginning of meeting her like like you do with the other two characters with holding and and um bill like you kind of have an idea of them but like they're not as hidden as debbie's character is so like you kind of really like as you get to know her throughout the series um a lot of stuff about her life is revealed and so is bill's life um you know you get delved into his character's like life as well as you get um as you go on throughout the series but as far as like um Ford's character he's kind of pretty like cut and dry to me personally like I didn't get a lot of like I didn't really get to know him like everybody else you kind of they kind of like had these layers that slowly got peeled back but him no not so much his character wasn't really um and you don't need to like you don't really need to get to know him that that much because like his character it has a different purpose like you know you ever meet somebody like that where it's just like like they're i don't know how to explain it like you're around them a lot but you really don't care about their personal life <laughs> like you kind of just like oh okay like i know you for this reason and that's all we need to know each other for that's kind of like his character and the viewer's relationship like you know he's interesting but you don't really care about the personal life and but everybody else know like honestly like debbie and bill like the more their life is revealed and like their personalities are revealed throughout the series the more you kind of like get to know them and you like like getting to know them because um their characters are not set up to be so cut and dry because they're affected so much by um ford so yeah so like even though like you don't really get to know for it that well you kind of like begin to understand him more so i think knowing someone and understanding them is two different things as you go through it it's very interesting because of the time that it takes place um you kind of like 
see and recognize some of the things that these three people have developed in the in the uh, criminal psychology world and that you will recognize today like the term serial killer comes from these three people who came up with the term and they basically built the they basically built criminal psychology like they came up with all the blueprints for how you um profile a criminal a the criminally insane and like why these people murder women and do all this like sick shit to women because they literally like cross the country interviewing like every single psychopath that has murdered and raped a woman in like that that whole century so like they really had to like get dirty and um and kind of like get into these people's brains to like you know, to get all this information, and, like, some of the, mur- some of the, like, kids, like, the first killer they interviewed, he became, like, he was one of the most important, um, people that they interviewed, giving them, like, the most inf- information, because he was actually, um, very, like, open to them, to, like, talking to them, and giving them all this stuff, like, he was just one of those people who wanted to be involved in stuff, and so, you know, a lot of times you get that with, like, serial killers, like, you know, there is something that they're like, you can just find something that clicks and they'll talk, you know. So you're the big boss, right? Well, I established the behavioral science unit several years ago, but Holden's come in with a lot of new ideas. So Holden's the intrepid rookie investigator. Bill taught me everything I know about criminal behavior. Is that right? Well, let me ask you something, Bill. What do you think about Joseph Wambaugh? He knows Joe. Right, Bill? Well, actually, he based a lot of that stuff on Bill. No shit. Uh Uh-huh. Not the uh, stories, but the psychological insights and the vernacular. Yeah. That is fascinating. I sure would love to pick your brain sometime. Well, that's another life sentence right there. <laughs> Maybe you could uh, talk about your background a little bit with Bill. Maybe tell him the thing that you told me. And that's something that they also developed, like interrogation and everything. It was just so cool to see like how they did it. Now, as the series goes on, Detective Ford, as I said... He, like, you begin to understand him more, but he also changes. Like, and that's something that you you kind of expect once you get to the point with this character. Because then, like, when I say you start to understand him, you really start to understand who he's becoming. Is I don't think you necessarily understand who he is in the beginning. But as you, gr- as you grow with him, you understand who he's becoming. And you begin to, like, understand how he thinks and why he does the thing he does. But you may not always agree with it. Like, me personally, looking at the person they became by the end of the series... It was, it was like, it was, it was a ticking bomb, time bomb. It wasn't, it was inevitable. Like he was bound to get to where he was because of what he was doing. Whereas everyone else had somehow like kept with like, like they kind of like kept themselves together. Like they weren't like crazy about it. Like he was. And so when you look at where he became, who he became 
and where he found himself near the end of the series, it was like inevitable and like everyone tried to warn him, but he wouldn't listen. And it's like one of those things like in most detective like movies or cop shows to where it's a case that always gets them. You know how like some some like detectives or cops like lose end up like walking away from the force and end up losing their job over this case or like it's a case that they never figure out and they retire and they never figure this case out and it like drives them crazy like that was this whole like situation of coming up with criminal psychology and that whole department in the fbi that was like what that was for detective ford like he was obsessed with it and he he thought about it all the time and in the end it ended up it did end up affecting his relationships with people I mean, made him do things that that messed with other people's lives, and he actually gets confronted in the in the series about that, and um, like you will see times where he's just so like gung ho about something that you'll see other people like going against what they believe to back him because at this point like when you're like in them like coming up and developing this whole department of the fbi like it's kind of like in it to win it like they've they had come too far to turn back and the person who he had became um become is was just someone that you kind of like side eye but you like i'm not gonna say nothing like i'm gonna let it go and see where what, what happens because it it it's it's to a point to where like the clock is ticking and it's like we gotta get this you know we gotta solve this case but like some of the stuff he did you were kind of like dude what are you doing but you you didn't say anything because you know you wanted to catch the the killer too so that was four now um detect detective bill i can't i feel like i'm saying his name wrong tench um, I don't know what it is with me, like in names in this world. Like, I don't even know my mom's name. No, I'm just kidding. So, but he, his character was like the guard dog. Like he was like he taught he taught for everything he knew because, like I said, he had already had this going. He had already been um working on like developing this department this part of the fbi and he had already like been speaking with multiple like psychologists and psychiatrists and all types of people he actually was the one who brought hannah um what well, brought debbie on debbie mitford on and you know because they had already had a working relationship and so when when he brought her on she kind of like changed everything because she brought her her acad her academia like her academic side to it like because she was a professor so she brought the whole study side of it on because i think at, at that time um detective bill tench was kind of just like going off of his own career and what he has seen and the information he had got gathered on his own and like you know taking that to professors and other psychologists and psychiatrists and kind of like making sense of, of it that way but once he had um holding Ford and debbie on board it took it to the next level like it made it something different because these were like very very smart people and detective bill was like 
Bill Tench was like the muscle, if you may. Like he was smart too, but he was the muscle. Like he didn't really get, he didn't really care about. Um, he had a good thing going already, so he brought four on because he knew four was smart, and four had already showed interest in criminal psychology. So he brought him on, but like Ford was the one who said we can do like more with this because Tench was just like, I'm off this weekend and I'm going to play golf because like he had a family at home, you know what I'm saying? So like it was, you know, being an FBI is like super stressful itself. That's a job that never stops, you know, even when you go home, like you still at work. So like he had a family and Ford was single. Well, not single, like he had a girlfriend before it was like really young, just graduated college, um, just joined the FBI or whatever. Like he was relatively new, like he wasn't like baby new, but like he was like, you know, uh, how would I say he wasn't an amateur. So he had he 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 was he was like really smart and stuff. So but like Tench had a whole ass family like he was going home dealing with family issues. And so he wasn't, he, he wasn't trying to be working on his day off. And like, like I said, they were traveling around the country and like always in a hotel. So that on top of the job, on top of his family, he wasn't really down to be doing all this extra shit. So like, he was like, I, I drop you off at the prison and I'll pay you call me when you are ready and I'll come pick you up. Like he wasn't down to be in there hours and hours and hours with these psycho murders trying to interview interview them and trying to get into their head and you know trying to understand like why they did this psycho psychotic stuff and everything so you know so um before it was really instrumental in like starting it like this like in-depth um study of like all these murderers and everything so yeah, and then when Debbie came on, Ford kind of took a liking to her, but you know, Debbie wasn't biting because you know you'll find out why she wasn't down, and you know, and plus Ford had a girlfriend, and like her and Ford, I think they were like a good couple. Like I said, I really, I really liked their relationship. I, that was really good writing, because like I said, in most of these type of the um genres of shows and movies, I don't. Like a personal, like the personal relationship, like I don't, it doesn't do anything for me personally. Like I just don't care. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't care. Like if I'm reading a book about something I'm interested in, I don't care about the author's personal life. So that's the same thing when I'm watching a movie. So like, if unless the personal life plays a big part in the character and why they do the things they do. I really don't care. And a lot of, I don't know, you you guys may feel differently, but for me, a lot of, like, movies and TV shows, like, the personal life has nothing to do with what the movie or show is about. So I get, like, lost. Like, I get, like, you know, maybe it's just a thing, like, for a show is relevant, like, cause to humanize the character, I guess, you know, that they have. I don't know. But, um, but, you know, I really liked their relationship and like, she was a really cool girl. Like she made him young cause he was older than her. Like she was still in school. Um, 
like because she was like pursuing her masters i believe or her doctrines and so like she would be doing like all these cool experiments and stuff like psychology experiments and so you know with him being like at work all the time it was like perfect for him because you know he can be at her place and by the way like i we never see his 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 house or his place until like a certain part in the show so throughout the beginning of the whole show like i kept wondering like do this man have his own home or something like i kept thinking like do he live with his parents because like you never see where he lives at because it goes from like him meeting her and then he's at her house like all the time so yeah so like i never seen him and then like um but i really liked the character the whole show was like really well hidden i mean really well written um like and like the characters like i said you get really involved in them and like you 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 kind of like identify with at least one of the characters and like you even find yourself thinking like them so getting to know the characters like for instance detective holden like you really start to like understand like i said before like you start to understand like how he thinks and you kind of like predict it um so it's like in most movies where you kind of like predict who you think the killer is because you've been through the investigation with these with the characters but like with detective ho and like on e because it's more than one case like you start to understand how he thinks so you start like looking at everything with this the same detective mind as him as he so like um you know whatever but like near the end like i said he changes and so does his love life and his career and you know at the end um he like the, the breakdown of the character begins to start and so and so does your own breakdown like you start to be like what the fuck is happening like you know like what's that what's going on and like you start to lose faith and and detective holden because like you know, this whole time he had been like a firecracker, like a superstar. And then like near the end, it like all declines because, you know, as we know, all good things come to an end and it wouldn't be a good movie unless there was like a rise and fall and climax and all that good shit. So that's stuff that makes a good movie. So, you know, I would encourage everyone to go and sign up for your Netflix for 30 days. Ask your friend for their password or for the username and password or however you watch your netflix programming i would suggest you guys go and check out my hunter it is fast paced it's not boring it keeps you interested um throughout the whole thing it's immersive you know if you really like to dive like really deep into like the stuff you watch this is a really good show to um watch because um like i said you become a fan of it like i even got other friends to start watching it and like i had to stop watching because they wanted to catch up to where i was because they wanted to talk about everything but they didn't want me to tell them what was going on because they didn't want to be like they didn't want me to spoil it for them <laughs> hence the name spoil milk so like i had to stop and like let them catch up with me so once they caught up with me it like we would talk about it all the time and like we would be texting all day because like everyone is watching at like a different time so they'll be texting me asking me questions like oh my god is such and such gonna do this never mind don't tell me or like did you see what happened wait i don't get this or i don't understand that so um yeah if you 
kind of get other people to watch with you is always cool like anything so um so that's my review for Mind Hunter. is a it's an amazing series netflix always comes through netflix came through <laughs> with this series so this is like up there with um stranger things and orange is the new black in terms of how good it is and the quality of it like it's up there um the acting is great um so yeah but um i would like i said i would suggest everyone go and watch this get your friends together and watch have watch parties is one of those shows and um everything so uh, honorable mention for another show that you um should watch this show is called mind hunter um there's another show it's not a netflix original series but you can find it on netflix it's actually a series done by discovery channel i believe and it's called manhunt and it's about the um the guy who was sending bombs in the mail the db bomber the bd db bomber and stuff that so that goes into and I, I, this is an honorable mention because what these people did in mind hunter set the tone for manhunt because the formula that they set up for for criminal psychology and profiling in manhunt i mean in mind hunter is the formula that they that the fbi used in manhunt to catch this guy so if you go and watch manhunt right after mindhunter that's even better like it makes you appreciate mindhunter even even more because manhunt is amazing and i was super impressed with the quality so i'm going to leave you all with the full version of the clip that i played for you earlier just wanted to put it at the end because i wanted to get the review out the way first and the spoilers out the way first so i'm going to let you guys listen to the full version of the scene that i played earlier um all right so i'm signing out and i'll see you guys next time Trepid rookie investigator. Bill taught me everything I know about criminal behavior. Is that right? Well, let me ask you something, Bill. What do you think about Joseph Wambaugh? He knows Joe. Right, Bill? Well, actually, he based a lot of that stuff on Bill. No shit. Uh huh. Not the uh, stories, but the psychological insights and the vernacular. Yeah. That is fascinating. I sure would love to pick your brain sometime. Well, that's another life sentence right there. Maybe you could uh, talk about your background a little bit with Bill. Maybe tell him the thing that you told me the other day about your mother. My mother. Well, you see Bill, even as a child, I had kind of a rich fantasy life. As a teenager, I began by cutting up inanimate objects, G.I. Joe, my sister's dolls, ripping their heads off, cutting up the bodies, mutilating them, if you will. You had fantasies of what? Real women? Oh, yeah. And my mother would yell and scream at me, tell me I was sick. She thought I was going to do something hideous one day. What did she think you were going to do? I guess rape my sister or something. This is when I was 10 years old. Nice. Not exactly the Brady Bunch, 
Why do you think she thought this? Because she was fucking nuts. You didn't do anything to frighten her? She frightened me. She'd make me sleep in a dirty old mattress in the basement, lock the door, 10 years old. So then it became dogs and cats strangling them, burying them in the backyard. Hold on. Sorry. Just to vent. You know what I'm saying? Classic displacement activity. Because it was my retreat from the insanity of the world. And then you see. I'm sorry, wait a minute. I'm just sorry, guys. Is that why your mother sent you away? In the end, I ran away to live with my father, but he didn't want me either. So they packed me off to live with my grandma. She thought I was a freak. Is that why you shot her? Well, they were both very controlling, aggressive, matriarchal women. Matriarchal? Female-centric. Get that down. That's a big antecedent. What happened after that? I was put in a fucking mental institution. I was 15. I was 21 years old when I came out. All those years when other kids were having their sexual revolution, I was locked in a room. You remember the whole flower power, college girls, until love and peace. Physically, I wasn't impotent, but emotionally I was. Because of the way I was conditioned by mom, right? Like you said. Conditioned? Right. You see, Bill, I knew a week before she died, I was gonna kill her. She went out to a party, she got soused. She came home alone. I asked her how her evening went. She just looked at me. She said for seven years, she said, I haven't had sex with a man because of you, my murderous son. So I got a claw hammer and I beat her to death. Then I cut her head off. And I humiliated her. I said, there, now you've had sex. If there's one thing I know, it's this. A mother should not scorn her own son. If a woman humiliates her little boy, he will become hostile and violent and debased, period. <laughs>